Hello, growing up crazy to something or December something or another. Who knows? Who cares? Uh, <laughs> coming at you again from work. Like I said before, at work, going to be at work for a while, have some goals for 2023, and going to just basically stay here uh, stacking cash until those goals are achieved in the physical, the tangible, and the 3D, and can move out from there and start chasing some um, airy fairy, yada yada nonsense, which is my want and my love and my passion. But uh, right now, firmly grounded in the 3D, firmly uh, playing the game and pretending like I care. And <laughs> I got everybody fooled. <laughs> so, uh, but having fun and having a really good time doing it. Although the perpetual sound of the generator, although I've locked that out, unfortunately, you cannot because you're listening to this right now. But another grown-up crazy story flashed across my mind. This actually isn't any real spiritual experience, although I do feel like it, it aids in the whole gestalt of the growing up crazy and probably a necessary experience to have uh, as many times as you possibly can throughout your life. I remember I started school in the second grade, and that was to a private Christian school because Baptists love money above all else, and Southern Baptists love money above all else. Usually, I mean, every once in a while you find a church that really is spirit-filled. But for the most part, uh, I found uh, the Southern Baptist tradition to be uh, a lot more about the suit and tie affair. And uh, they like cash. So <laughs> there was a, a church around the corner from where I grew up, and they had a little private academy is what they call it. Really, it was just rooms in the church that they sublet uh, to underpaid teachers for a little extra cash on the sly. Uh, but they would take me. I wasn't allowed into public school. I, I don't know why. My mother will not tell me. Uh, except for to say you were special. <laughs> and I have no idea what that means other than I probably rode the short bus and I'm not sure um, why. But this place around the corner accepted me until the fifth grade where I was allowed to the public school in the beginning of the fifth grade. But as it was, I was this is my first experience in the second grade, so I was a little bit older uh, when I actually started to become socialized with other people. And that's really when my internal dialogue kicked in. That's really when my self-reflection kicked in and my sense of myself came in. Because before that, I just had my brothers, and it's sort of, and I had them since birth, so it was more just like a fixture in my life. This is when I really met other people and learned what socialization was. And wasn't very good at it. I had to learn very quickly, because even starting in the second grade, I was sort of behind the curve, I guess you would say. Not ostracized or anything, because we we're all, let's face it, we're all going to a private Baptist academy. Our families are all strange. <laughs> so there was no real in-group, out-group. It was extremely small. And it was probably a good spot for me to become socialized uh, for the first time. Looking back, actually, uh, I probably wouldn't have been able to mentally handle a regular public school. Anyway, that's neither here nor there, but that's when I first developed my sense of self-reflection, I guess my ego, or learning how to try to evaluate my he myself through the perceived eyes of what it might be in another. And I've since come to realize that crazy is spending your life thinking about what other people are thinking when thinking about you. Let me repeat that. True batshit crazy is spending your entire life thinking about what other people are thinking when thinking about you. And the true funny part about this is that nobody's ever thinking about you. They're actually thinking about themselves and thinking how you see them. When they're thinking about you, they're trying to imagine how you see them. So everybody's doing this little nonsense masturbatory game in their own mind. And I was no different. You know, I was doing I was in second grade. I was like, oh, what this person thinks about and stuff and try. And I would actually use the shower as my planning time for when I would uh, try to decide 
what I'd done that day, how it was perceived, and what I would change or improve or repeat, you know, the following day. And my parents bought head and shoulder shampoo and stuck that in the shower for us. So I'm in the shower, I'm doing my shower time, I'm talking to myself, I'm entertaining my internal dialogue. I'm really polishing away on that mirror of self-reflection. Like I got that thing spit shine and I'm really rubbing away. And in the process of talking to myself, I got self or head and shoulders mm-hmm. in my in my eye and it stung like a son of a bitch it stung and it hurt bad and the pain just was that that searing pains right in the eyeball and uh and just that moment of flashing pain and it stopped of course stopped all internal dialogue it stopped everything and and it was and i had a moment i had a moment i realized in that moment something hit me i realized that the the blah 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 was just crap. It was pure folly. It didn't matter. It didn't matter at all. Nothing about it mattered. That it was silly and so much nothing. And I was in the second grade, I know, but it, it, it and I, I'm, I'm articulating the feeling so much better now, obviously, because I have an adult and expanded vocabulary. But at the time, this is what it was. It was a sense, I was like, that it was all so much nothing that I was wasting my time doing. You know, I realized, I was like, oh my God, I've spent this whole hour doing this. And what a silly bit of nonsense. Who cares? Who who cares? Who gives a royal F? But I didn't know the F word back then. But who gives a royal F? And I realized I had a moment. I realized that it was an important moment. And it was something that I had to solidify with action. And I think this actually is important as well. Because I think that in order to make an insight perpetual, to real, to really grounded in the physical, it needs to be accompanied with action. It needs to. And I jumped out of the shower and I tried myself off as quickly as possible. I put on my clothes and I went into the garage and I got on my bicycle. And I started dry riding up and down the street yelling, I don't care. <laughs> I know it must have seems. I must have just been uh, an odd child. But I did this. I was driving up and down Coral Way West, screaming at the top of my lungs, I don't care. And I'll never forget, there one of my neighbors at the end of the street near the showers. There was this woman, this older woman, looked older to me, probably was middle-aged, I don't know, looked old at the time to me because I was in second grade, but was coming out to check her mail. And I stopped on my bicycle and she's looked at me. And I wasn't saying it maliciously. I was laughing, primarily at myself, and then and then furthermore, just at the world, that, that we all are doing this, laughing at the entire... The entire, all of it, just laughing at all of it and myself more than anything else, fundamentally, you know, and I stopped my bicycle and I'm looking at this woman, she's looking at me strange, like, because, you know, obviously I'm not a threat, I'm in the second grade, I'm some kid on a bike, and I looked at her, I was like, I don't care, I don't care anymore, it doesn't matter, I don't care, I was like, you have no idea what I'm talking about, and that doesn't matter either, I don't care, <laughs> I got my bike, and I rode away, and I don't know who that lady was, to this day, I have no idea, could be living, could be dead, but I just want to give this story off as a thank you an interminable thank you, an undying gratitude that I have for Rando Lady at the end of Coral Way West, who entertained for a brief moment a small kid on his bike talking nonsense. Because <laughs> they really did provide a, a pivotal turning point, and I really learned to embrace that sensation, you know, and repeat it and live by it and make it words to live by. And still to this day, when I'm walking in the woods, I will still to this day get involved in the mirror and self-reflection. My internal dialogue will be kicking out. And still to this day, a moment will hit me or I'll suddenly go quiet and I'll look out at just the beauty of everything that I'm missing by spit shining a a pointless mirror (laughs) and just start laughing at the the folly of all of it and just start laughing, of course, and, and loving every minute of it. 
So, to random lady, thank you. Growing up crazy. Much love, everybody. Talk to you later. Cheers. Week seven of a 12-week stint, and then probably another nine more week stint after that to follow. So, cheer me on. Wish me well. I wish you well. I cheer you on, and I love you all. Ciao.